All right, well, the question is, what is Hardcore Head Start? And we've been trying to put it into a sentence for a very long time, but I think we riff onto it. And I think the first place to start would be from uh, the man who got us all into it, Dylan Weston. Yeah, Dylan. Give, <laughs> give us a rundown of what Hardcore means to you. And it's hard to put into a sentence, I know, because we've been trying to do it for about three years. Put me on the spot, boys. That what? Well, Hardcore Head Start means to me is like, it's in the name. We're trying to achieve and help people achieve head starts in their lives. And we're telling you, hey, we're not like every other brand where we're telling you it's easy. We're telling you it's going to be hardcore to get that head start because that's the reality of life. Life is not easy, right? So if you want to get anywhere in life, if you want to get there quick, she's really hard. So that's what pretty much we're doing. Hardcore head start. Now, what does that actually mean? We're talking knowledge about many, many things. And a lot of this is revolved around wealth because it comes down to it in this world, wealth is like oxygen. You need it to live. And the more wealth you have, the more you can do with those resources. So we're trying to help people through knowledge achieve wealth so they get a head start in their life. They don't have to spend times in jobs they hate, going places they don't want to be at, and they can then focus on what they actually want to do in life. And once they've sorted out their initial uh, you know, problems, they themselves will be happier. They themselves will then infect everybody else around them with happiness, right? which is adding value to them, making the world a better place. And once they've done that in their initial community, we hope that they will have so much abundance in their life and they'll have so much time to gather this wisdom to realize it's not only about them, but it's about the rest of the people in the world, especially those in the world coming from third world countries, which it's already hardcore no matter what. And to get that head start in their life, dude, it's a, it's a 40, 50 year struggle and they may never even achieve it at all. So we've been so fortunate living in a place like Australia where we can actually get a head start, we can actually do whatever we want. But in those places, you can't do nothing. And if you really, really think about it, if you were born in some of like the worst places in Africa and Asia, how do you get out? It's really, really, really difficult because one of the first problems, I won't go into too, too much detail about it, is to get ahead in life, you need knowledge. Where do you get knowledge from? You get it from the internet. And what, like, what format is that knowledge in? It's in English. So ones if you can't speak English and ones if you don't have enough money for internet. You might not even have enough money for electricity. You're screwed. So that's how lucky we actually are. And that's the end goal is to help everybody um, in need. Yeah, so I think that opportunity we've been able to you know, realize through perspective, uh, through different uh, journeys that we've taken, um, everyone's got an origin story, which I'm sure we'll preface with in a later podcast. And if you guys don't know it by now, you guys will hear it somewhere. Um, but I guess that leads to where the journey started probably six or seven years ago, Dylan, with with, with you starting to uh, mentor and train Samir and I, and then a year later, Chrissy G. And yeah. Uh, yeah, so like the current, where we actually are is like, yeah, I just, I don't know, I found Joe Rogan, had all this information, went on this journey and understanding that knowledge is so important, 
just grinded really hard to absorb everything I possibly could. And even to this day, still doing that. And then I just wanted to infect everybody around me um, with that type of mindset. So yeah, I just tried to spread the word, telling everybody about it. And then the two people that um, wanted to, you know, actually listen to what I had to say was, yeah, you boys, um, yeah, Samir and Daniel. So yeah, but over the last few years, been trying to express how I look at the world, um, how I view the world, and you guys have been absorbing that and getting smarter and smarter um, every day. And it's probably been what five, six years of this journey, increasing our knowledge, trying to become our optimal selves or to, to reach our full potential. And now slowly after we've been doing this, we've been starting to attract other people. We've got Chrissy G who's been with us with a couple of years, getting smart as hell. And then we've got probably high quality people around us. We've probably got just over 10 and you know i can i can see it it's like an, it, it really is hard at the beginning but it starts to go exponential so this is kind of where we are now we've got these 10 high quality boys we've still got a little bit of work to do in terms of the knowledge and all of that um but once you know we're on the right track and we're getting there and once we've got that knowledge in then we're ready to start executing to start a brand to help portray uh help express what we've learned to the rest of the world and try to help as many people as possible I guess then, you know, the idea of the next coming podcast and what we're trying to document is the process of, you know, figuring really out brand it. identity, Perfect. our philosophy. Um, and that's a little bit about what we're going to be doing in this podcast. Um, we've just gone through um, a video that Chrissy G has brought to our attention about how to build and how to start figuring out brand philosophy. And that's very, very key to the success of a company. So that's what we're going to do today. G found the exercise. Any uh, points you remember from the video that weren't said? Yeah, who did you find it from? Yeah, what, what was his reasons for why? Uh, so there's a, a fashion channel on YouTube called The Casual, um, run by this guy named Reggie Casual. I don't know if his last name is actually casual, but... <laughs> his first name is probably not even Reggie. <laughs> but yeah, he had this um, he had this video on like why um, most streetwear brands that are starting out, why they fail. And a lot of them fail because they don't know their philosophy. They're just trying to copy other, other streetwear brands. So he said um, one exercise that we can do as like a team is like try to find like our philosophy and stick to that even during the hard times it's pretty much like the why i think it it's kind of relates to um shake shack so danny meyer he talks about if you're in the restaurant game everybody knows how to make a burger she's pretty simple you you spend two months researching the shit and you come up with a pretty damn good burger so what separates you is like how you run the actual business like um you know how you treat the customers and all of that extra stuff and it's kind of the same in the in the fashion game. You put two, three months into it, you know how to make a good hoodie. And it's probably just going to be like everybody, unless it's completely game-changing, you know, just a crazy unique design, um, then it might work. But otherwise, it always comes down. People wear that hoodie, not really for how it looks, that's a part of it, but mainly for what it represents. So I've actually put a link to the video that Chrissy was mentioning. Um, I think that's a really good video. So it's the premise is 202020. 20, 20. 
So 20 words that represent the, the company, um, just what we feel when we think about the company. And then we have to come up with 20 questions. So the 20 questions are like why we chose those words. So right. each word is a question. Like why do we choose that word? Why do yep. we choose that word? And the last 20 is the answers to that. Yeah. And the answers we have to take, like we will take time to think about it. Like Yeah, in the video he says that um, you should reflect on it for a couple of weeks. It won't just come to you straight away. Um, but I think for this session, I think it's important that we, I guess, cull down the number of words that we have. He says to use 20 words, yep. um, do not exceed 35. That's what he said oh, okay. in the video. Yep. And at the moment, we have 41. So <laughs> we have a little bit of work to do. Anyone see any low-hanging fruit that we can chop off? Well, we have loving and love. That's the lowest hanging fruit I've ever seen in my whole life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can get a little bit of loving. Spirit doesn't resonate with me as much. Maybe enjoyment and fun. Same shit. Same shit. Different. Yeah, maybe get rid of fun. Enjoyment sounds better. But we also have entertaining. Does that fit in there, in that category? Yeah. Yeah, get rid of one. I wrote cool, but I don't know. I don't really like that anymore. I'm not trying to be like fucking Matthew McConaughey or something. <laughs> well, I think we, we're changing the perception of what is cool. We are cool because we're fucking... I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, if you guys like it, yeah, keep it. Nah. Well, like, what is the... If you ask a person, like, what is cool, they show you some absolute bullshit of what cool is. Like what? Like what would... Like fucking partying, fucking hanging out with the boys, fucking drinking alcohol, fucking spending money on crazy shit, blowing it all on shoes. That's fucking uncool as fuck. Not eating your vegetables, going to Kentucky fucking at 2am. That's uncool. That's what the boys do. The, I, the I know about boys. The, I know about the Kentucky one. <laughs> <laughs> we know too much about the Kentucky. <laughs> No, but people are still stuck in what was cool at high school. Yeah, it's a real kid's phase, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I think um, Wiz Khalifa, is it Wiz Khalifa? He's got like a real cool quote. He goes, I always thought uh, going to sleep late was real cool until I realized the real cool shit was waking up at 6 a.m. Yeah. Or waking up at 5 a.m. I was like, Fuck. that's pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah. Dude, like if I ever see, like, like, I haven't seen some people from school, I haven't seen them in fucking ages, and they try to act in a way that would have worked when I was in school, to mm. me. Mm. And every time I see him trying to act cool, I'm just like... <laughs> <laughs> That's what my insides are saying. I was like, dude, she was 20 years ago, boys. We're fucking in kindergarten, mate. Grow Bro. up. <laughs> Bro, that voice was pretty cool. What? The... <laughs> yeah. Dude, we're just essentially making nerds cool. That's what we're doing. <laughs> Nerds with social skills. That's what we are, boys. That's it. <laughs> yeah. In Russia, Lex Friedman was saying, like, when his dad was growing up, even now as well, um, a little bit changed now, but when his dad was growing up, he was the best physicist in Russia. And the rock stars in Russia were the smart people, the scientists, the people that contributed to society. They were the cool people. I feel like that's happening now, like yeah. with technology. Yeah. People that create stuff, make, mm. make society better. Elon. Elon, yep. I have mixed feelings about Elon. <laughs> <laughs> That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not go into that. Goddamn Elon. All right. What? Wealth and health? Oh, yeah, actually, keep it. 
probably just sounds the same, bro. It sounds the same, but two different things. Value, quality. Would you say value and quality? No, they're different. But I like you have like Amazon means quality. I mean, means value. Right. Apple, like then they're double ups in a way. So how see how we've got Amazon, I feel like Amazon and value. We chose Amazon because it's a great representation of value. Do you guys want to keep Amazon? Do you want to keep value? I reckon chop value. Yeah, chop value. Keep Amazon again. I think there's one thing that we're missing here. We were talking about yesterday, Dylan, is What's that? Gary V. We need oh, to put yeah. Gary V on here. Ooh. Put Gary Venus. Yeah, the way he handles himself in business and in this new age of the internet and all of that, he does it right. His whole um, thesis where he says social media has not changed us, it's exposed us. That's so real. Hmm. Yeah. Because now you see all these entrepreneurs that aren't who they say they are and they get exposed. Whereas if we didn't have social media, we wouldn't have, we wouldn't know. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just like, we are talking about Coffeezilla last night. He's just like, he researches these boys. And he eventually just catches them. Just doing the worst shit. It's like on the surface level, it's like so confusing. Like on the surface level, they look all right. They're providing free value, you know. And then there's the first upsell seems all right. Well, that's the first surface level. And you're like, oh, I don't want to pay that 30 bucks for that course. And then that's the first. That's the top of the funnel to the big shit. And then the the end sale is like a $20,000 course. He's a good boy, Coffeezilla. <laughs> he just catches everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Who was that recent guy that he caught? Oh, Cameron Fuzzy. He yeah. got him. Dude, you look at Cameron Fuzzy now after you've watched that video. I'm like, how did I not see this shit immediately? <laughs> I could see it. Like, I saw his, um, uh, what he was selling. It just looked dodgy as fuck. Yeah. It's just like when you're rebranding something else that another person created... Like, he was recreating the ascending triangle, calling it, like, the fucking one, two, three yeah, that's food the pump or something. That's the stuff you look at, you're like... You it's didn't just come marketing. With, yeah, it's just my pure marketers. That's what I think what we need to talk about as well is, like, we're a company that utilizes marketing, not just a pure, like, marketing company. Like, those guys like Fousey and stuff, they're just pure marketers. You know, like, Ty Lopez, pure marketer. You want to be a company first that provides value, that uses marketing to attract the eyeballs mm. in a good way. Not just pure marketing, that's all fluff. And that's why we're doing the philosophy, boys. <laughs> let's go, let's go. Uh, what else do you guys say? How many words we got, Doc? I never read it. 37. Oh, there's freedom twice. Boys, how can you not see this shit, boys? I can't even see this shit from here. I don't, know how, I don't know how you're seeing this shit. You're the best eyes in the game. Hey. That's $10 to the market cap. I'm catching up to Sammer. <laughs> Sammer's out of 20 grand worth. <laughs> 20 grand. <laughs> Sammer's got four mil on the fucking balance sheet, man. But, dude, thank God Canva exists. I'm just saying right now. Canva is a game changer. Dude, even those softwares like the Pixlr and shit. Yeah. I can't believe that shit exists. All right, we got 36. Spirit. What are you boys saying? Alright. Yeah, maybe potential chop. Voting system. Yeah, I reckon take it out. I'm not feeling we'll go it. Go line by line and then see if it's a potential chop. 
Yeah. Quality. All right. First is quality. Stays. Yeah. Truth. Yeah. Stays. Impactful. Yeah. Knowledge. Yeah. Timeless. I don't know about that. Timeless and elegance, I think we can almost. It sounds like a watch company at this point. Timeless and elegance. <laughs> well, what, what do you what do you boys mean by like timeless? Time timeless wisdom, timeless knowledge. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Yeah. Maybe maybe put it in a different color. Maybe that's a sub value. Yeah. I think we should put clay to remind us of the clay advice. Mm. Mm. What is the clay advice? So the clay advice is advice which on the surface level looks like it's helping you, but it's actually taking you on like a mental roller coaster, like going downhill because it's just, it's not actionable. Like they give you like how to enter a stock. Like that's the biggest clay advice. It looks like it's helping you because they're telling you how to enter but you don't know if their way of entering is good. They don't know if their way of entering will help your system. You know, it's just added extra information to actually confuse you to find out what the actual truth is. So like the true value comes from serving all the knowledge in a specific order in the most simple way possible. So people can just, you know, it's like served on a dinner plate. Here's everything, A to Z. But what their clay advice is doing is like, hey, here is the letter G. They don't give you A, B, C, D, E, F first. Because they just give you G, it's clay advice. It's also marketing as well. Like they give you the G and they're like, oh, to find out the A to whatever the before is G, buy my course. Mm -hmm. To find out how to then understand the basics and then use it post understanding G, buy my other course. But it's just like, it can be confusing. Like, you know, it happens a lot in many fields. I like say when they teach like a drop shipping thing, they're like, how, like, oh, maybe it's, maybe your topic is how to make money. But they don't weigh it out and say, well, what is the actual best way that has the highest probability to make money? Is it drop shipping? Is it starting a restaurant? Is it investing? Is it working your ass off? Is it starting a fashion brand? What is it? And is it for you? That's why I really like our advice based on investing because it's for everyone. Everyone needs it. But not everyone needs to start a fucking fashion brand. Not everyone needs to do drop shipping. Not everyone needs to do a restaurant. That's like very specific. But everybody needs investing. So if they're teaching you how to do, you know, how to rename your product at this time on the, you know, Amazon or whatever to get more sales, it's just clay advice. It's just, and then it's distracting you away from the truth, which is, hey, you probably should just start off with investing because that shit works. And you might have opportunity costs by going out into all of these other different things. And there's just too many of them. And the problem in the world today is there's actually too much information not curated and not delivered on a platter saying, well, this will work for 90% of you. You know, it's always like, Mate, that shit never works for anyone. What is the what is the success rate of the average course? Like, imagine there's a fashion course. What's the success rate that it works? It's less than one percent. What's the success rate of our stuff? Given enough time, it's a hundred percent. Doesn't factor in the right people. Just factors in the people that want money. Hmm. Uh, like like we said, I mean, we talk. We said it four times already. They're all just marketing companies. They're marketing something better than what they have at this point in time. 
and marketing a change and marketing potential freedom, potential wealth. But it may not be right for you. There is possibilities in how to do it. And even like saying like when Gary Vee's talking about the self-awareness first, that's what we should talk about too is like have your self-awareness so that try and focus on that really long to figure out actually which path you can actually succeed at. It's kind of like if you're short as fuck, three, four, and you go to, you're like, my, this guy's sitting on an NBA course. I'm going to do my stretches. I'm going to start grinding, doing cardio. I'm going to start practicing five hours a day. This is how you do the fucking three, free flow uh, throw. Mate, self-awareness, mate. You're three foot. <laughs> yeah, good luck, bro. That's bullet. That's bullet. That's bullet. Imagine him playing. That's bullet versus LeBron, one-on-one. That's bullet, that's bullet. I hate it when people say like height doesn't matter and it's bloody Allen Iverson. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about Allen Iverson. He was a freak. <laughs> he's, a Dude, nom- he's got anomaly. natural genetics. He's a first off. <laughs> yeah. You guys know how big Allen Iverson is? What, do you know what his height is? Isn't he like still six foot? Yeah, he's fucking huge. <laughs> what are we talking about? <laughs> I hate I'm it when sure. people make that comparison. But he's fucking six foot. So he's taller than me in summer. So it's, it's also like, I want to drop out of uni because Bill Gates dropped out of uni. But Bill Gates is fucking smart. <laughs> he has a plan. Yeah, it's that. And he that dropped a... out of Harvard, boys. <laughs> I think there's a difference between dropping out of Harvard and a fucking community college. Same with like Zuckerberg. Like, have you seen that video when Zuckerberg got into Harvard? He was not impressed at all. His reaction was, yay. Watch that shit. His reaction was no <laughs> shit. <laughs> the average height of a basketball player is 6'6". Six, six. Just to people's brains. Fuck but it's like, shit. people say like, oh, you know, like, yeah, you can still do it when you're short. But I'm like, mate, you want to choose it so the probability of success is so high and it's easier. Do you want to be running uphill or do you want to be running downhill? The self-awareness allows you to choose your hill. Ooh. That's fire. I think you talk about Naval's principle as well. Uh, what Naval said recently on, on a podcast is he, he regrets actually motivating anyone to ever start a business. Because mm. it's not for everyone, right? Simply, it is not for everyone. You can't be there 24 hours a day motivating, mentoring someone to actually become a successful business and a business um, entrepreneur. Like, not everyone is meant to be the fucking CEO of Amazon. Not everyone was meant to be the CEO or the, of a small business. Not everyone's meant to be a dropshipper. Not everyone's meant to be a confession designer, own their own fashion business. But everyone can do investing. There is no barrier to entry. Like, there's another example. Is like, say, we know a guy who wanted to start a, a phone case business. And he might come to the ideas like, boys, I've got this idea for a phone case business. And then we need to first, we shouldn't say, you know, go for it. We should actually say, and motivating, we should say, have you really thought it through? Have you done the deep work to know if it's actually a viable thing? Or are you going to lose all your money and waste all your time and end up at Kentucky? <laughs> that's something that's happened in my, in my life, actually. <laughs> We ended that? up in Kentucky. The phone case thing. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I used your example. Gee. <laughs> I thought so. I was like, fucking, I've heard this before. <laughs> Gee, he said one of our friends, so it wasn't fucking suspicious. And then oh, Gee okay. just goes, dude, because in fucking a year or some shit. I didn't hear them, shit, my friends. 
in a year when we put this out, your friends will <laughs> be like, oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> no, nah, he would have forgot 100%. It was such a like in the moment thing. But, you know, speaking of people that shouldn't start a business, um, I know like I started a dropshipping store myself and it didn't go as planned because my intentions were wrong. Um, I was in it for the quick buck and I feel like that's what most people are in it for. Um, but starting a, a company as a collective, that's a whole different thing. Um, and I realized personally that I don't have what it takes to be a CEO, but I have the skills and the drive that it takes to build a company with people. So I feel like you should have that self-awareness and also you need to like come to terms with your ego. I feel like it's an ego play when people say, I'm going to start my own company. It's just yeah, for, for ego sure. most of the time. 100%. Yeah. But if you have, if you know what your skills are, what's, what's bad about being number three of Facebook? People are scared of that shit though. Yeah, people, people they are like, scared of that shit. The ego drives and be like, no, nah, i got to be number one or else someone's doing better than me. Someone's always going to be earning more than me. Someone's always going to be in a better position than I am. Someone's always going to be anyway. Do what you are the most probably being successful in and are happy doing forever. What is work to others and play to you? I feel like here now as a company, like we have a really good mix of different skills, people and the culture is it feels right to me. It feels like we're on the right track. Couldn't agree more. Yeah, that's what I was saying the other day when Samuel was asking me, like, what should we do to, you know, like, what are we doing to be in the most efficient way possible? I think maybe one of the first things is to realize what we've actually done. Like, in terms of getting the boys together, training the boys up, aligning the boys. Like, even having that thing where you say, like, it feels right. That's a milestone. That's one of the stepping stones to actually get to building the company. So it's like it's all this behind-the-scenes shit that is actually very valuable because without all of that behind-the-scenes shit, none of the future shit works. Also, arguably, some of the hardest shit to do. Yeah, it's the hardest. Because how many times have you, have you boys heard from other people, oh, you should never go into business with your friends? How many times have you heard that? I think the, one of the bigger things as well is like, you know, sometimes um, they see that because people cannot face the, uh, you know, what is it, the criticism or the, you know, when it's like a weird scenario, when you feel awkward talking to one another and, you know, giving feedback and all of that. That's why a lot of the time, like when we look at Chrissy G, we call him, might have to edit it out, I'm not sure if it's politi- politically correct, but we call him a you know? So now we've called him a many times that his reaction is he smiles I just want to preface that's just Dylan <laughs> so now Dude. we don't have to go to him and say hey mate I have to tell you this please just like hit me mate you've called me every name in the book yeah I'm fucking thick as stone now <laughs> look at um, speaking from the <laughs> community <laughs> I consent of Dylan calling me that oh. <laughs> Ooh, Jig is the consent. <laughs> Good shit, Jig. Just in case anyone wants to cancel him. <laughs> Dude, funny shit is... Funny, funny shit is Jig's... <laughs> <laughs> Gone... <laughs> motherfuckers... Yeah. Doesn't mean I can't be in... 
community. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I think the point there yeah. is a very extravagant point, but the point is uh, we've also been able to reduce our egos and we've put work into reducing our egos and built thick skin where if Dylan goes, mate, whatever that was, was terrible. And I'm like, all right, fair enough. <laughs> but also, I've, I feel like everyone also relates to this. Um, what we are building together is something bigger than us. That's why we want to be here. We don't have to be here. But we want to build something bigger than us that's going to have a positive impact on the world. Because we all have a different why. But in a way, it's similar. All right, so we've got about 10 minutes. All right, let's try and crack these words down. There. So we stopped at clay. We've okay. got elegance next. Elegance. Should we get rid of elegance? Isn't elegance in quality, though? I feel like elegance is like the classy. Without using a bad example, if we are that guy in the suit, like we, we identify as like professionals, we are experts, we are classy, we are elegant in the way that we act, the way we speak, the way we communicate. I mean, that's 35 right there, to be fair. Well, we don't have a lot of time, so let's just run through that list quickly. Yeah. And then in the next session, we can call it down further, talk about what we, why we want those specific words. All right. Quality, truth, impactful, knowledge, clay, elegance, apple, Amazon, entertaining, energy, generous, spirit, strategic, happiness, wealth, health, earth, investing, youth, community, aesthetic, trading, enjoyment, acceptance, kaizen, travel, philanthropy, education, stoicism, and love. <laughs> Dude, gee, I was feeling that shit. Dude, come back in with it, gee. Trust, ooh, freedom, abundance, got it, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's a we solid out. list so far, boys. We out. Good shit, boys. All right, let's uh, wrap it up here. Um, so next session, we'll start going deeper into these words and why we chose these words. Cool, boys. Well done. Let's go. Back her up. Back it up. Back, Back it up. her up. Thank you for listening.